1: What do you
2: think? Listen, it gets better. It gets better. Well, it really just is supposed to be the opening song, but I love this song. It's so good. We can listen to as much of it as you want. Let's listen to Here we go you tell me there's a there's a, the best verse is still coming well we got to like got it it's a short song we got to hear
1: it.
2: I'm so happy you love this. <laughs> <laughs> Extra simple, three or four organ notes, maybe two guitar chords in the entire thing, and the most brilliant indie pop Swedish pop music sensibilities you've ever heard.
3: One of my good friends, I had a lot of knucklehead friends in high school. You know, you yeah, have the guys that are really bright. You have the guys that you're not sure if they're going to live another five years after high school because they live a different lifestyle. Yeah, a friend of mine was kind of a skater guy, and uh, he insisted that we go see this movie, Rad. Oh, was there an exclamation (laughs) point or any sort of pink and black checkerboard? It was just rad. Okay. But a lot of the movie had songs like that in there, and it had this line. And I know it had this line because for the rest of his high school years, he would call me up and go, hey, Sean, we're going to go downtown. We're going to scoop some Bettys and power some brews. You want to (laughs) come? Like, that was his line. And every time, like, you pick up, that was the day you didn't know who was calling. You just get this, hey, Sean. We're going to go scoop
2: some Betty's and power some brews. <laughs> <Scoop> some <Bettys. laughs> like such a great vibe. I mean, like that, that makes. That makes Polly Shore sound like Laurence Olivier, (laughs) right? I mean, wow. Well, that is Sean Bernard. I am Brian Oak. It's the Brian Oak Show podcast. It is episode 227. And here we are recording in the Smart Start MN Studio, South Minneapolis, 48th and Chicago-ish neighborhood. It's cold and dismal and freezing rain and wintry right now, but it's been getting warmer we're moving in the right direction. And before we know it, we are going to be situated ground zero at one of the most beautiful places in Minnesota to experience spring. There are a great number of amazing places in Minnesota. But South Minneapolis along the parkway in spring, the flood of everybody coming back outside, the blooms, it's an incredible place to experience spring. Fat people like me trying to start their
3: jogging careers out in the spring. I just love it. They just just look fucking miserable when they start out in the spring. They want it. They start out happy yeah. so they start out for the first few steps happy and then they just have that like just the tomato head going because they're so red and they're just chugging along and you can tell they got the heart monitor on and they're like yeah. jesus Christ, I, why did i eat so much this winter
2: you know there are uh <laughs> there are uh treadmills you can just do it yeah. inside your house no, so you don't no, have no, to no. inflict that no, on no. everyone but else. i'm
3: an outdoorsy person yeah i, like no, I get it
2: i will and i hope that you find the path to your inner wellness and health Regardless of what that looks like, namaste, Stay, my friend Sean. Oh. Um yeah. but yeah, I'll never I, I won't run with wild animals chasing me. I'll no. be like, I had a good run. It's fine. Let's just go ahead it. I got I, a trick knee. Yeah. <laughs> everybody everybody that doesn't like to run. i I actually <laughs> yeah. do have a trick knee though. <laughs> yeah, well, so
3: that's everybody. It's Plus ankle, if my ankle knees, locks
2: up the knee. If my knee were both made of titanium, I still wouldn't go out running. It's not <laughs> happening. Nothing wrong with fitness, but nope. for me, I've decided that I'm gonna be fat and bald Well, fatter and balder than I already am in, I don't know, 10 years. I mean, I'm going, I'm going like, wait, you're right.
3: Is that not just like the spring song? Dude, that's my new
2: spring song. (laughs) Oh my God, you're going to love the whole band. We're going to actually hear another song from them momentarily before we talk to today's guest. That is the Swedish band Komeda, uh, and they are just this brilliant indie pop band with, there's something about Swedish pop, or at least a lot of it, that is just, it's somehow saccharine but also entirely wholesome. But then there's a killer riff in the middle of it. You could say that about ABBA. I love ABBA. And it, there's again, there's it, it's this weird little world. But that band right there, Komeno, one of my all-time favorites. Hey, I'm looking forward to talking to today's guest, Courtney Yasmin. Me too. Before we do, though, we do have to mention that Smart Start MN is the sponsor for The Brian Oak Show. The primary sponsor. They've been with us since before day one. What do they do? They are the heart and soul. They helped help the state put together its ignition interlock system, which is a piece of hardware that goes in your vehicle if you've been busted for a DUI. Whether or not you're found guilty, you are going to lose your license. However, they can get you back on the road for much less than you'd otherwise expect and a lot sooner, but you need to get in touch with them and let them know you heard about it here.
3: Yeah, it's actually pretty easy to install. So yeah, it's, it's a little device, but easy to install. You can get that little device installed for less by going to MN.com slash The Brian Oak Show. That'll get you 20% off the installation of the
2: doohickey. <laughs> the, the little thing that lets you, know, you drive. the little number thing that you blow just, into. If, and as long as you're smart enough to remember, oh, that's right, I fucked up. I did I did drink and drive. And that's why I that's right. lost my life We'll have a little reminder every don't 20 do 20 minutes when you blow yeah, into the don't, thing to don't, keep your car going. Don't do it anymore. All right? Just yeah. give it a rest, but also get a hold of our friends at SmartStartMN.com. Uh, we are going to check in with Courtney Yasmini coming up just ahead. She's got a brand new song that we're going to hear. She's got a mini close to home tour coming up here. And she's also always a ray of sunshine on an otherwise cloudy day. Absolutely right. Right. Well we'll talk to her right after this. So I was listening to this band uh, yesterday and I put one song on the air and, or not on the air, sorry, on, on social media, and someone wrote back who's a pretty knowledgeable local musician, like literally never heard of this band. And to me, that wasn't a moment to like lord it over someone as the no. cool guy. I love learning, and when you learn about a new band that you're like oh, nothing holy better. shit, this is awesome. And they have seven records? Yeah. I, I mean, then it's 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 not even homework at that point. It's elective summer school, and it's delightful. <laughs> uh, but this guy was very excited, and so it got me excited. So I went back through their catalog last night and this morning. We're going to hear one more from Kameda, and we check in with Courtney Yasmine next. So I know it wasn't quite the banger the opener was, but more comato right there. Did yeah, you enjoy Yeah, well it's just, you know, I need to get the fuck out of this winter
3: soon. So that's like reminds me of spring.
2: Yeah, oh no, and it's super upbeat. And yeah. they do they have they have this almost sarcastic pop element to them. That it's not ironic. They believe in what they're doing. Yeah. They mean what they're doing, but they're also kind of winking a nod the entire time. Like I just I'm a huge, huge fan of I that. I always band. love that. Something else I am a fan of is people that I get to meet in the course of my job, my career, my day-to-day life, whatever you want to call it, who are literally not like anyone else. And that doesn't mean you have to be like Tiny Tim. It doesn't mean you have to be, I don't know, you know, you know what I'm saying though, like there are ways to, I guess what I'm really saying is there's nothing cooler than being yourself. And I would be willing to put forth that Courtney Yasmine is about as herself as anyone's ever been. How are you, Courtney. (laughs) I'm
4: great. I'm just great, and I'm just so happy to be with you guys. You guys are so great.
2: Well, it's we lovely. You fun. guys make
4: me so happy. I love you guys. That's lovely
2: good. to have. I we thought you. you. Just said you don't listen to what we say.
4: Oh, I said that when I bring my guitar. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna say that. I said that when I bring my guitar and I'm gonna sing. I can't like fully focus on you guys because I'm nervous about my songs and that this is the first time I've come and I haven't been preparing to sing because I'm just gonna let you guys play recordings. And now I'm realizing how truly weird you both are.
2: Because I'm <laughs> focusing are? on you yeah.
4: and I'm understanding what I really am getting myself into here. Yeah, well no, and
2: you're you're in a small room with two Irish middle-aged weirdos. <laughs> but I noticed
3: you chose to sit
2: closest to the door.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: Look, that's a reasonable response no matter where you are, okay? Feng yeah. shui or whatever. Courtney, how has your winter been?
4: Uh my winter's been really good. I I really have um, I I feel very empowered right now, and I feel like I feel a lot of a, ho- a hopeful feeling about what we're coming through and and where we're heading now. I feel like twenty twenty two is good.
2: See, now that right there to me is very important because I believe I don't know that I believe in psychic abilities or the power to will things into existence. I honestly don't know in that regard. I would need more proof. However. I do have a genuine belief in gut feelings, right? Always Mm -hmm. follow your gut. Mm -hmm. If something feels hinky, it's fucking hinky. Mm -hmm. And if something feels potentially good, it's not a guarantee, but it means ride this wave, see what happens. And the fact that you feel that way about 2022 is sort of warming the cockles of my heart right now. Good,
4: good. Yeah, I really, I truly feel that way.
2: Right on. So it's been good. And clearly, you've been busy. Now, we're not going to dive right into it here, uh-huh. but you've got a brand new single. So, have you been feeling particularly fruitful musically, or does it come in fits and spurts, or how's it been?
4: Well, I just, I feel like almost like shocked that I put out an album last year. I, I like, it's one of those things where I like, like you pinch yourself kind of thing. Like, I keep thinking, D- how did I do that? How did that possibly happen? Because like when I sit around with anybody I love, I, everybody talks about how the last two years have been so hard and it always just really makes me like say, gosh, I'm, I'm so grateful that somehow that album. So the last album, uh, red roses and cowgirl dreams came out like the end of the summer, I think. Well, I think that's when we had you on last, right? I mean, you came in to talk about the record. That's probably right. Yeah. And I just didn't, I don't know. Like when stuff's happening to you, it's almost like you just are on some, you know, you're on just some weird, well, I'm, I guess I'm going to say this. I'm going to say that I'm really more aware now that like you're, every person is like a spiritual being. I'm not getting religious on you. I'm just saying like, you're sort of like an irrational being. I I don't think you're, I don't think anybody's doing anything like very premeditated, very rational. I think things that are happening in your life are happening more kind of like uh partly planned out but partly just so whatever has, comes your way. So that's how I'm feeling a lot. It's like looking back over uh this these past 2 years have been so hard on everyone including my family and me, but saying How is it possible that I made a record? I just, I, it just delights me endlessly to think about it.
2: Well, and not just a record, but an award considered record, which we're going to talk about in a little bit when we hear a song from it, probably would you, well, we'll get to that in a minute. I don't want to get too far ahead of ourselves here because you wrote this new song and I love, I mean, for people who don't know your full backstory, we've had you on a few times now, so I don't feel like retracing every time, but I mean, coming from what, Chicago? Yeah. That's right. It's coming from Chicago, Chicago. Mm-hmm. and moving to deep northern Minnesota at a very tender age. And, and there's craziness in there. And you tell the a lot of that craziness in your book that you put out. What's the name of the book?
4: It's called A Girl Called Sydney, The Coldest Place. Yes.
2: And it it details. I mean, it's it's more autobiographical than not. Right. Yeah. Yeah, and it's harrowing, but also wonderful. And it's, it's unlike anything else, a different story that's out there. (laughs) And then you've been making music for a very long time. And so over the course of that, you know, I think about anybody who's an artist or really no matter what you do for a living, you start to feel differently about different things as you get older, right? You start Mm to hear different influences you start to appreciate things that maybe before you dismissed or whatever the case may be right but we change as we age and so when it comes to writing a song like whether it was the most recent record red roses or this brand new single i mean does it feel different to write songs now than it used to
4: yeah so the the last album has this decidedly country western kind of fun thing with kind of cowboy guitars and that just for me, that really felt like an escapism pandemic thing of just like, let's get out into like the go to like the Southwest and like go on a road trip. Like was, I had a lot of visions like that. Um, and then I, I don't know. I don't know why that in November of 2021 with that record already just, you know, done out on Spotify, done. Um, I got this yearning to like really switch it up like um i want to go back to my hometown of chicago and i want to think about the ghosts of my brother and my dad
2: i mean that's that's a long journey right that's a pretty heavy journey if you're gonna turn it into art Wow, okay. And so you you go back, I mean, like, so your roots were in Chicago, you left when you were very young, right?
4: Yeah, I I left when I was uh, 17.
2: I mean, so you were really digging back, not just like, oh, back when I used to kick around with my pals and my twins. You were going back to some of the oldest and darkest and heaviest and probably most removed places ever. I mean, that's not a small endeavor in the midst of a winter.
4: Right, and everybody who I knew in Chicago has either disappeared or went mad or died. And so there, there aren't any real people there. It wasn't. It wasn't like I was going to go there and visit people. Right. It was like I was going to go there and revisit, um, the stuff that I didn't want to write about ever before. I I don't have any songs about that stuff yet. In in nine eight nine albums, I don't have anything about that stuff.
3: Well, there, I, I, there are times in the show where I wish we had a it live video streaming. And the reason why I say that with you is that your entire being changed from the beginning of the show until you went into the mode of remembering your time in Chicago. And you saw it too, Brian, oh, yeah. where you just totally changed. It was like,
2: Oh, it's like this big weight bearing down on you from yeah, the Chicago days thing. and that it's feeling a yeah. thing.
4: it's a different thing.
2: Well, and that always made me wonder, like, you know, over the years having interviewed so many artists, the ones who do, you know, you could have, I I got nothing against fun music as we heard by me playing Kameda before, right? But when it comes to the artist's responsibility and frankly, the burden of the artist, when you write something very heavy or very personal or sort of, I mean, whether it's scorched earth or longing or, I mean, when you dig into a place that emotional, as it sounds like you've probably done with what you just did, when it comes to playing it live, how do you find the balance between conveying the heft of the emotion and not being consumed by it every time you have to think about what brought you to that song?
4: Um, I mean, that's, that's the joy of getting to be a performing songwriter. That's the joy of it. The joy of it is that I get to liberate myself every time I get on stage and I, I get to do it through the song which is somehow like already appropriate because, like, the songs may be already a recording or, or I've already, you know, I've already run it past a producer or the band or whatever. And so, um, it's not like I'm gonna get up on stage and I'm going to scream and tear my hair out and dig my nails into my own flesh over my terrible childhood. Yeah. Um, I'm not gonna like lose my shit. I'm gonna play a song and that's all I'm gonna do. I'm just going to play a song. Not going to hurt anybody here.
2: Right. But I mean, like when you when you but, dig into those places, though, you're able to just like be like, no, I need is. to sit this over here and I've got to play this song without yeah. going all the way in.
3: Well, and I imagine when you're writing it, you're processing all the emotions. When you're performing it, you're able to step back from it a little bit.
4: A little bit because it's a song now and songs yeah. are harmless and they're just little songs. That's all they are. And like writing this song, I wrote this song in the hotel room. I I, did, I knew I couldn't write this stuff anywhere else but in Chicago. I just had this feeling like I have to be in Chicago. So I did a Kickstarter. My fans paid for me to go. I'm, you know, I'm a true starving full-time artist and uh, my fans really support me a lot. And uh, I did this little Kickstarter. Um, I went, I stayed in the hotel room for four days. I didn't take a shower. I can honestly tell you that, very unlike me, um, on the fifth morning was when I was going to record. So there were four days to write. And then the fifth morning, I had set up a recording session with these wonderful people at this wonderful recording studio. Mm-hmm. And I went there with no songs. And we agreed that we would try to record like four songs. Um, and so, you know, I, I had to do it. And, I was, and people had given me the money to sit in that hotel room and to walk up and down the shore of Lake Michigan and to drive over to the old church where I sang my first original song when I was 10. And drive through my old neighborhood and um if you know it just about fucking killed me but uh but i finally got this song and this song was the easiest one it only took like 10 minutes to write it probably
2: what's the song called
4: it's called my newfound freedom
2: wow let's hear it courtney has me name on the brian oak show
5: grave sites I went to the shore I went to the old church where I was born but no one was there to hear me cry nobody listened when I apologized I guess it don't matter It's so much later The world's moved on My sins mean nothing to them now Where will I go? finally forgive
2: Maybe not just because I don't have the ability, but probably because I don't have the emotional fortitude. If I dug that deep and I wrote a song like that, and then I was expected to go out and fucking play it for people. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Leave me alone. I'm sad right now. (laughs) That was excellent. Very well done. Nice work, Courtney.
4: Thank you. I want to tell you guys what um, means the most to me right now about that song. Mm -hmm. I want to tell you that um, my brother has a son, and he's... um, around the age of my own children um, so my brother is dead and my father is dead and my mom is you know not doing great and that they're the only people that we had and my my nephew i never knew him very well I've, i never met his mother and he lives in seattle and during the pandemic he lived in his car in seattle and um, my nephew doesn't
0: you have one unheard message <laughs> I could really use current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. He doesn't
4: really like me that much. Um, <laughs> and uh, I decided I was going to call him every Sunday or contact him every Sunday um, this past year and try to like build a better relationship with him. And so uh, I write to him like every Sunday and he... He's super mean to me and he always, he'll actually say stuff like, Aunt Courtney, I listen to your music. Your music sucks. Your music sucks. It's so bad. No wonder why you're like never succeeded. Like it fucking sucks. Like he writes shit like that to me all the time and I'll just write back like, fuck you little nephew. What do you fucking know? You know, we have like, that's the relationship. That's I mean, that's kind of the way I grew up. So I'm used to people like that. And, uh.
2: Is that exhausting though?
4: Of course it is. And <laughs> okay. And so um Bill DeVille uh premiered my song on the um United States of America 2 weeks ago mm-hmm. um on the Current and then there was a like a link that you could share to listen back to it. <laughs> and I I wrote to my little nephew and it was a Sunday and I always our thing was that I always contact him on a Sunday. And I contacted him and I wrote um Oh uh, yeah, like little nephew, your um your stupid old aunt um wrote another f- stupid fucking song. And she went to Chicago. I went to Chicago, it's so stupid, and I wrote this stupid song. I wrote it about your stupid dad and your grandpa and all the stupid shit that happened to me in Chicago and it's really stupid. And then this guy in Minneapolis, stupid guy, he played it today on his stupid show. It sucks. It's super embarrassing. Here's the link. You're not going to want to listen to this. And uh, I waited all day. I kept checking to see if (laughs) he had looked at it. And uh, I got a call. I got got a call from my nephew. And I wasn't able to pick up the phone at the moment. And so he just started texting me saying, this is heavy as fuck. I'm crying. I can't believe you wrote this. You made me cry, fuck you, Aunt Courtney. You made me <laughs> cry.
2: <laughs> but I mean, that's pretty, and you know what? I just want to say that
4: I don't really care if anybody else likes it because my nephew liked it. Yeah, and, and I listened to it, and it it's a tsunami of sound of of emotion to me. It doesn't matter if nobody else understands this one, and I think this album's going to be like this. I'm I'm going to do another Kickstarter, try to get back there and finish the whole album. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be the album that people go, oh, that's too bad because that whole thing is a total bummer and none of us <laughs> like it. And I don't care. I got to write. I got to write this stuff. I got to do this.
2: Well, that's the artist's obligation, isn't it? Yeah. If you're not honest to yourself, you're not being honest with anybody else. You, yeah. you have to do what you have to do.
4: Yeah. Yeah. This is not going to be a, a pick me up. Yeah.
2: Well, but not everything is not every great, not every movie's a funny punch in the arm rom com, right? I mean, yeah. not everything's bridesmaids, <laughs> and some of the most enduring stuff hits you deep in your gut and. There's nothing wrong That's with that. That's because Luke Wilson's already done all of the fucking rom-com <laughs> Oh, ones. what about Reese Witherspoon? <laughs> oh. Can we get Jennifer Lopez in on another one? Oh, sweet
3: Jesus, they play that ad one more time. It's uh. a lot. They are
2: really counting a lot on that <laughs> yes, one right they there. Yeah. Uh, they've cl- certainly put the money into the marketing. Uh, before we continue on with Courtney and Yasminé, um, let's talk to Sean Bernard. Sean, you, uh, it's the end of the week. It's early, mid, dull, gray February, blah, and you, it's hard to schedule podcasts because all you do is show houses for a Realty 50th and France That's location. That's all I do. I Seriously. I don't do any paperwork. We I used to hang do. out. We used to, I mean, we used to go do fun <laughs> things together. And now you're just a real estate Yeah, I know. Now we we would go paint plates, you know, every other Thursday. And sometimes we'd go bowling. Nothing anymore. So how's it going in the housing market? You having it's fun going well. with your, your new real re- estate re- friends? I'm just
3: trying to really prepare people for disappointment because... <laughs> what? Because <laughs> while they... So many people are getting turned down for places and so you know, you just kinda have the right have to have the right perspective that Here's the limit of what I'm going to pay on a house. I'm only going to pay over asking so much. And
2: well, and how many offers are you getting on a house? Like roughly, I know it varies a ton depending on the property. It really
3: varies. Some are two, some are twenty-two. I had one where there was there were twenty-two
2: offers. See, that's, and that's crazy town, man. Yeah, it I mean, is. It,
3: it's like somebody overpaid. Whoever finally got it, good for you. You got it. You overpaid. I hope you stay in that house for fifteen years because to get a return on investment, you're going to need to. You're going to need to. Right. So, but teach their own, right? I mean, the interest rates are still pretty low it's very different than even when we bought our first homes when the interest rates were like seven percent or in mm-hmm. the 70s when they were 15 percent. a lot more oh they were just terrible so uh, and i am doing the same thing uh this year that i did last year uh, which is eating and not having any conscience about... No, I'm kidding. I'm doing the same thing this year <laughs> <laughs> that I did last year. I totally did I know, not. I know, I know you did. Well I, done. That's great why, because I, I saw you drifting off. That was good. Um, I am donating <laughs> a portion of every buy and sell to a local musician or band. And so the great thing is the spring is heating up, and uh, I think I've got a count of 13 different things that I'm working on right now. And all those bands. Like different transactions, different transactions really? yeah, coming up in the next six Incredible. weeks. Incredible. So it's good. But oh, you're uh, not going to get like an
2: HGTV show or something, are you? Oh, God, I hope not. <laughs> oh, me too.
3: I just i am not thin enough for that sort of thing. And I didn't bleach my no, teeth. No, so, no, no. Yeah. You're from
2: Minnesota. It'll be I charming. I want a swarthy guy. Like husky. Like a swarthy husky. A husky yeah, guy to show the guy. houses. So. Right. <laughs> exactly. What's your number?
3: 612 uh, 859 I almost fucked up my own number.
2: You want to give it one more time?
3: 612-859-2594. That's
2: Sean Bernard. Or 1-800. Here we go. Sorry. Okay. (laughs) That's Sean Bernard. I'm Brian Oak. Episode 227. A good friend of ours, Courtney Yasminet, is joining us here in the studio. So, we are going to talk about your tour, I promise, which I know is coming up very (laughs) shortly. In fact, now, basically, Uh it's coming up. Um, But before we do that, I would like to... We're going to hear a song off of your latest, Red Roses and Cowgirl Dreams. Uh, But before we do... It's my understanding that you were in the running for certain accolades on a record that is pretty
4: cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um so it's it's for this this song called The Creek. Um and it it's a it's an international thing. It's called the FAB chart. It's very uh small. You know, it's not uh it's not the Grammys, but it's it means a lot to me that I didn't apply for it. You I don't think you can apply for it.
2: And they just pick they you. They
4: just they just pick you or they get or you get nominated somehow or something, but somebody they just sent me a thing saying you your song's been nominated, and because it's my recording of me singing my song, mm-hmm. then I, I also was nominated for um, independent female artist, so best female artist and best original song, and um, it started out. I guess they had maybe like three hundred nominations or something. And now it it's in the final ten. Um, they down to like ten finalists in each category, and I'm still in the running. i my my song, "The Creek," and me, Courtney Azmira, is still in the running. And uh, it, starting in like the first week of March till March 10th or something like that, you can vote and help uh, make it actually. May, you know, maybe we would actually win. And um, I think I I think it's true that I'm the only artist. Um, in Minnesota, maybe one of the few in the Midwest nominated because it's international.
2: I'm at fabchart.net right now. Yeah, And I'm looking at it. their upcoming awards that's show it here. That's fabchart.net. So you're, you're up against, <laughs> first of all, a, w- I can see a picture of you right now at okay, fabchart.net. Good. I'm
4: not making this up. No,
2: you're absolutely not. <laughs> I feel not. like I'm making it up. But here's what's wild. This is clearly a European thing. Yeah, yeah okay, I think, very, it's, I but think I mean, it's from the UK. Right, so... You're going up against like, well, here I'm just going to show you these pictures, like 12 and 13 year old TikTokers. Yeah. But you're also going up against Susie Quattro. Yeah, I knew that. One of the greatest rock artists of all time. Isn't that weird. Not it's male, so crazy. not female. You and. Co- Susie Qua- I don't give a rip about these 13 year old yeah. Instagram reels she put types. out an
4: album last year right
2: and Susie Quatro is about as cool as fucking cool gets so thank, and, thank but you Suzy so, for being
4: there with me <laughs> apparently so is
2: Courtney Yasmina Yeah, because apparently. you're so. literally right there with Suzy Quatro mm-hmm. and again I don't know who all these other teenagers are they look like internet yeah. you know flashes in yeah. the pan well good luck to you done, but people Thank can you. influence this can't they they can go vote yes
4: you can go to that thing you just said fabchart.net mm-hmm. is that what it is and it you, is and starting like i think it's march 3rd to the 10th or something that you can vote for your favorite in the finalists of each category and i'm in the the female artist and the best original song category
2: that's fantastic. Well, let's hear a song from... So this is the song. The award, but potentially award-winning record right, and artist behind it. Do you want to say anything about the song or should we just dive in? The
4: song is uh, is about the Minnehaha Creek. And um, it's called The Creek. And I've heard uh, it before
2: and I think it's about a little bit more than that.
4: Yeah, it's about a little bit more than that. My son encouraged me to write it harder than I did. I had written it and he was like, Mom, I don't think that you delivered the goods. And I went back. To the drawing board, and the second half, I feel like I, I did deliver the goods. Mm-hmm.
2: Tony is our guest here on the Brian Oak Show. That is her song, The Creek. It comes off of Red Roses and Cowgirl Dreams, her latest album, which is up for an award. I'm, I've been really diving deep while I was enjoying that song again into the fab chart. And it's a very interesting place, the spread of people. Do you have any so idea weird. how they got a hold of you or your music or? No. None. None. But now no suddenly idea. you're in a maelstrom with a bunch of TikTokers and yeah. legendary rock and rollers like Susie Quattro.
4: I think that they um I think that they listed uh some previous album of mine or maybe even a couple of my previous albums. I feel like I've been on their radar for maybe like ten years. Oh or. wow, okay. And I, I don't really understand it and I, I you know, I'll be honest, they weren't really on my radar. I would just kind of look at it and go, huh, that's weird. <laughs> <laughs>
1: hmm, okay.
2: <laughs> what are you gonna but, do, right? But
4: I never got nominated for the awards. Before, okay. Yeah. I think I was just because they do like a a chart. They they're a, they're a charting service, oh, and yeah. they'll they'll tell you like you know your song is charting this week. But you know that didn't, I don't know that didn't have enough of an impression on me. But this has made an impression on me. <laughs>
2: Well, that's cool, and so I was just looking. There's really only a relatively narrow window to vote in March 5th through March 7th. So, oh wow, people have to pay attention. The form will pop up on fabchart.net on um, March 5th and only there for 48 hours. So make sure you get your vote in for one, Courtney. Use Thank you. Name. Yeah. Um, you have a brief and close to home mini tour kicking off essentially today. We're recording this Friday, but we're playing it Saturday morning. So yeah. tonight you're kicking things off. What's the name of the tour?
4: Um, so yeah, it's called the. Uh, I made up that it's called the Close to Home Early 2022 Mini Tour. And my idea was that I was going to be playing these gigs anyway. And I thought, you know, instead of just like, you know, kind of half-heartedly announcing each gig and sort of hoping it doesn't get canceled and saying, you know, you have to be maxed and vaxed, And it all seemed kind of like a little bit dismal. And, and I thought, I don't want it to be dismal. And what can I do to feel the way I feel when I'm, going on tour which I'm I'm not doing right now because I don't we just don't have, I I don't have the confidence right now. Yeah. Um financially, you know, from a business standpoint. Understood. So I thought I thought I have these gigs anyway and it, it is a little tour cuz it's it's because I'm making it so because it's what I'm doing, I really am playing live and from the minute that I made up that little title, I have felt so much better. I like it so much. And it's really happening, and so the first one is at Boom Island um, in Minnetonka, and the furthest it gets is to Ely near the end of March, Mm -hmm. and it means a lot to me to be able to go out and play, and those, all those venues are willing to support an artist like me right now, and that takes courage on their parts, too, so... It's um. Well, I it's, noticed it's the second wonderful. show
2: on this tour is at Everett and Charlie Art Gallery, and you've obviously done work with them before.
4: Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And they're they're going to do this with me, and we're going to. That's the only one that's also going to be online. Okay. That one's going to also be a Facebook Live event, mm-hmm. and there are only twelve people are allowed in the in the gallery. Wow. So you have to contact me or the gallery and reserve a seat if you want to be there at the show. So I mean, each each venue has their own kind of, uh, comfort level about what's going Mm -hmm. on right now. And I'm just working with each, each venue to make it a thing. And I'm, like I said, I'm grateful as heck to be able to get out there and just kind of, you know, spread my wings a little.
2: Do you still love playing?
4: I adore playing. Do you? I play, I like to play so much more now because I actually think I finally got better after, I mean, it took me a long time. <laughs> I'm a late bloomer or something, but I've, <laughs> I finally got pretty good and only like maybe, you know, now. <laughs> well, so I don't know. It took me a long time to get good. And now and now it's really fun to play and I want to play as much as I can because I'm finally good.
3: It's your birthday on Sunday. Happy,
4: Happy early
3: birthday. To you. Thank you. Do you get super introspective on your birthday?
4: No, not at all. I love my birthday. I'm, I'm a person who's like, I'm, you know, I'm high on life. I'm, I'm, I'm just, I love, I've always loved my birthday. I'm going to be 61. I'm not, I'm not ashamed of that. Uh-uh. You can't, you can't touch me mm-hmm. on
2: that. <laughs> um, <laughs> you you can
4: try, but I got these leather shorts on. I was going to bring them up. <laughs> and but you I can d- I cannot didn't be touch this.
2: I, it's the middle of February, <laughs> all right, Courtney. Yeah, I know. And you walked up here. You strutted up uh-huh. here. Dare I say, in your leopard uh-huh. your leopard skin jacket and, my and your leather, leather shorts. shorts, which makes it's it's it, it's only yep. one tiny sliver of who you are. But I like that sliver, and I like Thank what it you. represents. Thank I do you. very much. So you, very much. you get to go out and play a bunch of shows over the course of the next few months, which yeah. is going to feel good. You're writing this other music. You're going to try to get back to Chicago to complete the cycle. Are there other depressing songs that we were not able to hear? Today? i know we heard the first one <laughs> and i'm really using your words i'm not using no you I know what call it that.
4: i would say that that's not the depressed i would say that's the most like you know solemn sad one mm-hmm. i would say that the ones that we are working on so far are um they're mean as fuck they're oh. mean they're really mean mm. and i think that's fun i'm i'm in i want you know i got a mean streak yeah. i got a mean streak in me and i might as well let the world know okay you know, I ain't getting any younger. I th- I they might Courtney, as well just find out. Yeah. I think
2: Courtney just said, "Step, step the fuck back. Yeah, yep. step the fuck back."
4: Yep. That is what Courtney just said.
2: Boo. <laughs> Boom Island Brewing in Minnetonka tonight. And then a whole bunch of stuff. If, if people go to your uh, Facebook or your mm-hmm. com, they'll find this information. But I got this beautiful graphic right here 318, Astor Cafe, North Loop, Northern Grounds. Hey, heading up to Ely. That'll be a fun couple of days. Yeah.
4: That's a blast. Yeah. Those guys, I have great fans there. They like my book a lot because cool. the book's based up there. Yes. And so uh, connecting with those Ely fans is just a, Joy and a blast.
3: When we had you on last time, you told us you were working on the second book. Has that kind of yeah. gone to the back burner right now? No the
4: the second manuscript is completed. It is. <gasps> yeah, like through the editor completed. No. Okay. The manuscript. Is I got completed. It. Yes, <laughs> yes. All
2: right. Very yes, good. Yes. Very good. And um, I'm a little loosey goosey on and, some of the terminology. No
4: right. No. The man. I I wrote it. It's done. And um, I have yet to convince anybody to publish it. That's the honest truth. Mm. I, um, it's not as easy as you think. And especially through the course of the pandemic, um, getting a book published is, is difficult. And I don't want to self. I, I put out my CDs myself, mm-hmm. um, but I don't want to put out these novels myself. I want them to come through the proper channels as literary works. And the first one did um and is in its second printing and i'm really proud of that yeah and i i don't want to back down on that so i'm i'm waiting to find a publisher who uh who deserves me <laughs>
2: That's a reasonable approach in life, isn't it? (laughs) Don't waste your time with fools. And if you, I like that you know what you want to do with it, right? Like, I mean, people would go back and forth, and especially in this this DIY era that we live in, a lot of people just pick. I'll just figure out the money thing, Kickstarter, whatever. Publish it myself. But I like Mm -hmm. the fact that you've set a standard for what will be acceptable and what will be not. Yeah,
4: and the I the three good readers really like literary readers who I've had read it so far. All have said, Sean, because I know you like the first book, yeah, that um, it's better than the first one.
1: Wow! The, the
4: three people who've read it, who are like literary people, say it's better. So I'm, I'm really excited for it, and I don't know if it'll ever come out. I don't, I don't know. I don't have any guarantees on that. Keep
3: pushing. Yeah, you got to do it. Yeah, you got to keep pushing. Yeah, and Thank then in you. the meantime, let me read it. Yeah,
2: <laughs> <laughs> we have to thank the good people at audio quip they have provided us with all the state-of-the-art equipment that is in the smart start mn studio and without them seriously we're talking into my mr microphone eighth generations old <laughs> cell phone like hey shot how's it going man
3: that show, that that phone was awesome on the show mash <sighs> <laughs> Who were those huge? Who were those, were those no, the huge? the giant one, yeah, With
2: gi- the big whip antenna exactly. on the Walkie remember. talkie. Uh, okay, it's time for us to go. It's been a very long week. Courtney, you've got a new single. If people want to hear it, acquire it, buy it, just they, all they have to do is go to your website?
4: Uh, yeah, it's everywhere. You can find it anywhere and everywhere.
2: Keep looking over your shoulder because it's probably right fucking behind you. Yeah. Right it's behind you. Exactly. Behind you. you got the mini tour coming up. People can find you online for that as well. And good luck with the continued creative process. I, I know that it's a very healthy and very cathartic to dig through some of the darker things that we don't normally want to pay attention to, and especially for an artist, I'm sure, to really, you know, I don't think you ever get to completely exercise any of those demons, but I think it's extremely healthy to explore them and process them continually, and, you know, if you're able to do it and kick out Kick ass jams at the same time. That's a pretty sweet deal. And you've
3: helped a lot of other mm-hmm. people by doing it as well. So thank you for that.
4: Thanks, Sean. Yeah. Thanks. Thank you, Brian.
2: Yeah, gladly. Well, enjoy the tour. Um and we're gonna go, and I picked this last song out of nowhere, but I suddenly want to change my mind. How do you feel oh, about that? Do it. Okay. We're changing it.
3: Oh, here's the clicky. Yeah, I'll
2: just change it. We'll just Real edit clicky.
3: this out at the end.